0: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. Lake Lakehead Podcast, special guest in here, my guy Q, my guy Ramses, aka Civic Cypher. What yes, up, sir. though? For people who don't know what Civic Cypher is, Ramses, I'll let you educate the people. Civic Cypher is. You a, should uh, put the mic in front of you, too, Ramses.
1: It is a radio show that uh, exists to um, give. The hip-hop community a little bit more insight into the goings-on politically in this country and to give a voice to the activist element um uh that moves to create a better day-to-day life for black and brown marginalized uh, impoverished
0: communities uh etc what was the inspiration for starting the show
1: uh really it was 2020 you know folks getting out on the street um and protesting, you know, let us know that there was a gap in, there was a gaping hole in the media space. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) Anyway. Tell um, me more about the gaping hole. No, no, I'm not going to tell you about that. You should talk about that.
0: (laughs) Anyway, there was a gaping hole in the media
1: space. Sure, sure. And uh, in the media space... um, you know, uh, we are both DJs and broadcasters. Um, I'm talking to you like you don't notice,
0: though. You got to tell everybody else. For people who don't know, Ramses is like my best friend in the entire world. Yes. Best man at my wedding.
1: Yes. You yes. know. Yes. I've known Kevin since he was three years old.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: So the reason bootleg Kev is all into hip hop.
0: This is true. It's all him. It's, it's all his fault. It's literally his CD fault. Yes. It's his fault.
1: Yeah, we used to play guys when we were little. You know, little toys.
0: Not play with guys. No, play with. That was what you called it. You uh, called uh, it guys. We guys. Toys. Yeah, like action guys, figures. Action figures. Yes.
1: Guys, so so lifelong friend. Uh, best friend. But but yeah, um, in, that, in the media space, there wasn't anyone talking about what was going on in the streets. No one giving a voice to the movement. No one talking about, you know, what, explaining the concepts, defund the police. How do we, you know, create programs to kind of mitigate, you know, economic, you know, instability and and. and you know, bring just an activist element to the, to the airwaves. We was just, if you would have turned on the radio at the time, it was just rapping and dancing and singing and fashion. and Or it whole. was just
0: very like, uh, you know, obviously in radio, there's not a lot of uh, time or space to really dive into those conversations right, right. outside be, of surface level things. Right, right.
1: And so that's exactly what we pushed back against because, um, you know, it's, it's one thing, Q, Q says it a lot better. But I'll, I'll try to get you started. It is one thing to, you know, profit from black culture. Because, you know, a lot of folks at the top, they didn't really look like the community that whose culture...
0: Mostly was nobody like. at the top. There you go. Mostly. Mostly,
1: exactly. So a lot of them people were benefiting from it, but they didn't really have a vested interest in whatever outcomes took place on the street. And right. we fought against that. Uh, that imbalance mm-hmm. and so you know yes we we take a moment we turn the songs off we turn the music off we have conversations we educate not just black and brown people but allies everybody who communities, listens yeah. right anybody listens to hip-hop we figure they can be an ally to black and brown communities they need to understand the conversations the struggles the challenges and then by having those conversations long form in spaces where people are because it's hard for folks to seek out programs like ours if you're we don't seek out you know, Vietnamese program, in no disrespect, but I don't feel like it's created for me. So I don't expect, you know, non-black people to seek out what would be considered black programming if mean, mm. they don't feel like it's for them. Right. So by putting it in the media space where hip-hop music is consumed, black culture is consumed, it feels, in, in our opinion, feels a little bit more accessible for our listeners. And so this is how we've been able to um, connect with, you know, radio stations around the country, listeners around the country.
0: It's also available in podcast form, right? Sure. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So, um you know we've been doing that we've been doing uh and then since then of course the uh, black information network uh which is a subsidiary of iHeartMedia, media has reached out and they've kind of tapped on us to kind of expand the show mm-hmm. um and then I, I do a a podcast for them as well so it's been it's been a wild ride but you know we're making some progress
0: q how do you feel like is like uh in terms of just like filling in the space that is missing that there really wasn't anything sort of that catered Look, to, to to the issues or You know, I think your guys' mission before, and I I don't know why. You know, obviously, there's, I'm sure in certain markets, there's like one offs of people who do like shows like this, but aren't necessarily trying to take the national approach to it. So,
2: the interesting thing, Kev, is that our initial push wasn't for us to do a show. Right. So it's hard to tell the story and leave that part out. We didn't, we weren't trying to jump, you know, in front of the mic or in front of the camera.
0: Ramses, make sure your mic's turned down a little.
2: There you go. To tell the story. Yeah. We just thought somebody should. Right, right, right. So right. when we first had that first meeting with the PD, it was like, hey, you know, we got some unrated space overnight that's running a- Are you talking know,
0: about the, at The Beat? Yeah. That's, okay. That's K- running KNRJ a, in Arizona? Yes, sir. That's now The Bounce? A,
2: that's now The Bounce. That's we're that the reason. They bounce.
0: changed their name because well, they Ram- look
2: crazy? Ram also owns The Beat. Trademark, yeah. So there's that. What? Um, yeah. Ramses owns the beat so they had to change the whole situation but and we can talk about that too but we were in the streets, Kevin. You know this more than, more than a lot of people. When everything was happening in 2020, a lot of people were outside with their for kids, sure. with their families. Like, listen, there's some things that, go, that are going on that have been going on for so long, and we just kind of mm-hmm. collectively all over it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But the way that it was covered on television and even on some broadcast media was just not that. You know, call people rioters and protesters. I mean, not protesters, but rioters and looters right, 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 instead right. of protesters. So Ramses' idea was, listen there's some people out there whose voice only goes as far as a bullhorn. Right. It would be cool if we can just have them come on the radio right. and have a place where they can say their piece and tell their story. Right. right, right. And we got some unrated time overnight that's running, what, Don't Drink and Drive ads or something right, right, right. where we could, you know, talk about that. Right. And the station was initially like, yeah, that'd be a great idea. Yeah, we should put something <clears throat> together. And then a month went by and then a couple months went by <clears throat> and then a few months went by. And just in the spirit I think in the spirit of follow up, Rams just went and had a meeting with you know I'll let you say the gentleman's name. Fredricka, our, our PD at the time. Um, hey, remember that thing we talked about that everybody said would be a good idea? Are, yeah. we, are, are we, we still going to do that? Yeah. And there's so many things they could have said back to us, Kev, that we would have just had to take on the chin and run with. Like, hey, you guys, great idea, but we don't want to do anything divisive. Hey, guys, wonderful concept you guys talked about, but we don't really do political in this space. Had they said something like that, we'd have thought it was BS, but, it but was, we could have took that on the chin. Yeah. What they said, or what he said more specifically was, we don't want to do a black show. Wow. And the reason why that part of the story is important, because Civic Cipher now seems like, hey, those guys had a great plan. And they ran the play and it worked. That's not what happened. Right. We pitched an idea to the station. They told us initially, okay. And this is,
0: a, at the time, I mean, still is a hip hop station. Yes. But it's a hip hop station. It's a hip hop station. That plays nothing but black music. That
1: plays
2: nothing but black music yeah, at that the time. Was, that was my charge. In and Phoenix. Yes. yes. My yeah.
1: charge
0: was that, you
1: know, a station that plays um, 70% black artists and 100% black music. Mm-hmm should also align itself be an ally to a community in need where we're hurting you know people are dying we're coming together we're trying to change so that we can create a better path forward for our children right. i'm a father um, what's
0: fred Rico doing now selling real estate like every other bum ass pd out there they can't get a job
1: hey man look I, I haven't kept up i will say this because it's important to say it i i talked to fred he, he wished me well on my journey and I will leave it there. But yeah, I do want to say this too. Let me let me say this, because you know, for folks that aren't familiar with Civic Cipher, um, you know, was talking about, you know, Kev listening to my CD books. Um, after Fred and I had our meeting, I don't th- I don't even think you know this. Um, you have to bear in mind I've been a radio broadcaster my whole adult career up right. to that point. And when I decided to resign after that meeting, um I had to come to terms with the fact that I might never broadcast again. And that's a lot to come to terms with. Because in Phoenix, you know, I was kind of, you know, at that time, especially so the big name. So for people
0: who don't know, you you decided to resign after they said, N- we're not going to put the show on.
1: You said, Ramses, I don't want to do show. The way black that they show. said it. I don't want to do a black right. show. Right. It had to and do then, with the way they said it. Right. So I wrote my resignation letter, but I addressed it to the city of Phoenix. Right. Um, because the Phoenix had given me my ratings. Phoenix had kept me on the air across multiple stations and so forth. But I did make one phone call before I posted that. And I called you. Mm -hmm. And you were in Mexico at the time with your wife. And I read that to her I remember I was crying. Yeah. I was in... Because you imagine... When I got to your house, you were still crying. Yeah, the emotion that goes into that. And I didn't know what was coming next, but I read that letter to you and you was like, there's no way you can write that and not post it, post it. Yeah. Posted it and then got shared, went viral um the trades picked it up you know everyone picked it up and then PD started reaching out around the country saying hey we'd like to carry that show and then of course the podcast partnership with iheart helped blow it up even more and you know then the other shows that i that i ended up doing it it just led to
2: sort of this snowball effect so mm. so we it, had to create that on the spot when these people started reaching out we had no name there was no it. show <laughs> the show didn't exist we right, just right, had right. an idea yeah. but you know it, Ramses initially, uh initially resigned both of us from the beat. Like, okay, yeah. we don't work here no more. Right. And then called me and told me. And of course, right? But just, it. Was, he was that compelled. He felt that strong in that moment. Like, imagine looking at, for the cameras, imagine looking at him. <laughs> We're not going to do a black show right. on the hip hop station. Like, That's a crazy,
0: was, it's a crazy thing to say out loud. Yeah. yeah to me especially.
2: You yes. know what I'm saying? So that decision kind of made itself, Kev. And then it was time to get to work. Yeah. Q, I need you to commit to doing this with me. I don't know what it's going to become. Because right. you know, it's it's worked out now. We might top of the year we might be on almost 70 stations. Yeah. yeah. So it's worked out now. So it seemed like we had a plan and we ran a play. Like, nah, it was just the station made a decision for us. We don't want to do a black show, made the choice for us. What happened after that? It just kind of came together. So if you believe in God or the universe or you know, whatever right. your belief system is. That's kind of where those thanks go because we had no idea in our minds we're never going to work in radio again because Ramses's letter burned the station down. He mm-hmm. named names. It was very, it was very very specific, but had to be done in that way. Yeah. You know, but but we figured okay, once this is published, I mm-hmm. don't know how we're going to do. You know, as far as the career thing after this. Yeah.
0: So once uh you you the letter goes viral, did they ever like uh they never even replied to it or try to. Did this I,
1: I had a, a brief line of communication to uh, the general manager of the station because you know we're at, at a point. What's his became, name again? Um, Paul Holton. Okay.
0: What's the other guy's name that's always there? The, 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 the other old, old dude that's been there forever. Is uh, it Michael? Michael Malice. Oh yeah, he was he was gone by. That okay, time. okay.
1: So Michael wasn't involved. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I had a brief line of communication because we're going back and forth in the newspaper and in the trades. You know, and they're saying it's this, I'm saying it's that. You know what I mean? And of course, they have to spend; they have a whole business to protect, mm-hmm. so they don't mind reframing the conversation, the narrative around. They even
2: tried to get somebody else to do the show. Yeah, yeah. They had that.
1: they I think they hired Cedric Sabalo. Shout out to Ced, that's my guy. Yeah, but they hired um, him to do it, and then I think it was like Jackie Morales is another name out in Arizona. Um, Some folks to try to pick up the slack because the community had since charged that station with, hey, you should be doing what this guy resigned about. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, everybody ended up winning. Uh, Again, I kept a brief line of communication open with Paul. I I still believe Paul to be, you know, friendly with me, but obviously because of where he works in the situation circumstance, he probably can't talk to me. And I, I, honestly, I believe that a lot of those people really had good intentions. It was just one person who made the wrong decision at the wrong time and said it the wrong way to the wrong person. Because yeah. I've been, I was the president of the Black Student Union in college, in WACP at BSU. This isn't new to me. I've been on this, this path for my right. whole life, trying to make sure everything is fair and equal. Because, you know, we reach, me and you, Kev, we reach heights from playing with toys as a little kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We reach heights we'd have never thought. Um, and you know for me obviously it comes with an additional charge for you too you've been real real good about that but it it, it comes with a charge of okay now we have to make sure that people that don't make it to this height um, we're doing right by them we're making the world a little bit better place a little bit more accessible um, and you know helping change the narrative so that You know, we live a legacy that's not just we made some bread.
0: Hey, what up, y'all? Bootleg Kev got to stop the interview to tell you about our newest sponsor, man. Shout out to the homies at Hardine Las Vegas. That's right, the number one dispensary in the whole state of Nevada, let alone in the whole fucking country. So many choices of premium cannabis, ladies and gentlemen. It is like, how can I put this? You walk into it, you go to Hardine in Las Vegas. When you're on vacation, when you're out there tricking off, whatever you're doing, stop off at Hardeen. Tell them I sent you. Be like, yo, Bootleg Kev sent me. They're going to take care of you at Hardeen. When I say selection, I mean selection of the best premium cannabis in the world, the best dispensary. There's a reason why Hardeen is world famous. Follow them right now. Hardine underscore Las Vegas. Go to their website, HardeenLasVegas.com. That's J A R. D i n underscore Las Vegas. When you're in Vegas, you have to pull up to Hardin. Tell them I sent you, and get high off your fucking face. I don't even know what that means. How do you get high off of your face? Eh, whatever, melt your fucking face off with some of that good Hardin, y'all. Go follow him one more time. That's Hardin underscore Las Vegas. Let's get back to the interview. So. so how did you end up? So you ended up buying the name The Beat, trademarking it. Yeah, yeah. So. In, in what? In what capacity? No because there's. I mean, a lot of radio stations. So, so there's, there's like there's, major companies that own the beats. Sure, sure. So
1: there's there's
0: uh, <laughs> it's
1: funny because I'm learning all this stuff on the fly. In fact, I got a funny story to tell you about uh, trademarks. But so there's a way you can trademark uh, a name locally, like in a in a state, right? And then there's a way that you can trademark something federally, and it's basically protecting a brand or a name or a concept or something like that. So. I didn't have to do too much anything, and, tr- and the truth be told, we have a, a, a friend, we all three of us have a friend named C, who trademarked it for me in my name and gave it to me as a gift, just saying, listen, man, since you resigned, I, I went ahead and trademarked that for you. Is it one zero one one the beat or just the beat? 101 the beat, yeah. So the okay. next time that, that name is heard in Arizona, it'll be because you owned it, and he was like, listen, if you want a radio station, we can talk about buying you a station, you know, getting you some, you know, placement or whatever. So, you know, it's just, he's just being real friendly, you know what I mean? But I, I do own the name, so no one else can use it in terms of the federal trademark, Is
0: that why they, they changed their name?
1: Um, they changed the name because the backlash from their black employee, who's the most tenured, who had the most, you know, right. clicks on the website, you know what I'm saying? Right. Had resigned in such public fashion over allegations that they weren't being fair to the community. They were just taking money and, and not giving anything back. And that was my charge. Listen, if you're not a black person, but you partake in black culture, the way I say it is, we don't mind if you eat from our table. Just make sure you save us a seat. I think that that's more than fair. Right. It's More than fair charge to anybody who uh, partakes in black culture um, and uses it to make money. Just imagine that these are human beings who actually have to live and die right. in order for these stories to exist. And we don't want to live this. We weren't just born to die and sell dope and you know struggle. That's, right. that's right. not fair and if you are profiting off of that pain, you know what i'm saying? If we asked for a seat at the table, we only asked for 30 minutes initially. Right. In the middle of the 30 night, with no a week, ratings. people. And it didn't even have to be 30 us. 30 minutes a week. yeah. 30 minutes a week. And it didn't even have to be us on the station. Yeah. It could have been anybody else. We would have just made sure that we got the the guest book. Mm-hmm. You know what i'm saying? So that's been my charge, but you know, after that backlash, the station
2: Re- um, rebranded
1: yeah they had to make some changes um are they aware every that every time you google 101 the beat the story came up first
0: are they aware that you own that now
1: uh they will be after they hear this nice. i didn't have no reason to, to stun on nobody you know what i'm saying like I'm, I'm trying to do good good work and and i believe now those people they learned a lesson i never i worked with them for a long time they weren't bad people they just made a bad call again but you know they've since done a couple of things that shows they're committed to to making things right so i don't want to like keep beating up on them but I got to tell the story how it went so if I say your name in the interview it's cuz that's how it happened you know mm. so yeah man but you know for now I'm focused on making sure that we have conversations um that are dedicated to healing you know conversations dedicated to you know giving insight into what it what different people's experiences might be like um trying to create more empathetic allies we we feel like we'll find allies uh, for the plight of black and brown people right. in the spaces where we broadcast and you know podcast as well. Um and we, we need to give them insight so that when they go home for Thanksgiving and they sit in their uncle's presence or their their dad's presence, they know how to have conversations that will show that okay, there's a different way of looking at this pops. You know what I'm saying? These people actually have some other you know what I'm saying and so we, we lean on a lot of great thinkers. I, I never thought I was a DJ. Right. I never thought I'd be in this position. You know, we both were. You know, he was DJing for the Phoenix Suns, you know what I'm saying? Right. So who, who's to say, you know, what tomorrow holds? But when the call comes and you're the only person holding the ball, what do you do? You run with the ball. So, you know, that's how we ended up, you know, here. And and to to, to piggyback off of that, we've done our best to grow it even more. Right. So, again, I, I mentioned the B.I.N. Daily podcast, making sure we have platforms to tell these stories. But Q, uh, hopefully I'm not putting your business out there, but I, he recently <laughs> acquired... <laughs> Hip Hop Weekly, the the, the media band. imprint, yeah. So right. that's that's his now, and you know he can you know tell stories how they deserve to be told.
2: Um, I know you're shaping it up. Don't let me speak for you. No, I mean we we plan to relaunch top of the year, um, and a bunch of people that we know and a bunch of people we don't know, freelancers, journalists, photographers, and up and coming artists will have a space. That kind of always existed, but didn't have the light that it deserved right um so just kind of rebranding that magazine because
0: hip hop weekly is like kind of like a you know it's it's uh would you say it's kind of like the tabloid version of like it's kind of like Hollywood unlocked, but in a magazine form yeah kind of before all before these it was it. Other before all that was, existed yeah, yeah. yeah for sure
2: so and it was still in print. You like it so, be next to like Us Weekly, yeah. you know all that. So stuff. coming back to the digital space with something that was a printed magazine, right? And and really creating a, a new platform for not just creators, but artists that well not well, no artists are creators, but not just the people who capture the stories, but the people that create them, right? So um you know rebranding and relaunching, you know doing covers again, like really giving right. people something to to read and yeah, because the covers prior I think were
0: very like a. It was like a bunch of stuff going on on the cover.
2: I mean, you said it. It was just like how if you go see an Us Weekly magazine in the grocery store now, like a bunch of headlines. Yeah. We're trying to do more classic covers. I was going to say, the headline model is is like a little...
0: It's a little harder to But the internet. It's like it's like harder to keep up if you're Mm -hmm. printing because by the time it gets printed, who knows how... The stories
1: change evolve.
0: Yeah. Especially with the Kanye shit. Like every other day. We record our show a day ahead of time and it's like, Jesus, I can't even fucking... We can't even keep up with all the wild shit happening yeah, it's with this really guy. Possible. Speaking yeah. of that, you own White Lives Matter.
1: <laughs> Indeed, yeah. So <laughs> uh, so for people who don't know. So this is the other part I was going to tell
0: you, you. You technically own the term White Lives Matter, right. the trademark?
1: So that's a federal trademark. That applies to the whole United States of America. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you were to go and, and look it up, it's owned by Civic Cipher LLC. We acquired the trademark from an individual in uh, our orbit um, who procured that and then also filed for "All Lives Matter" uh, federally because they weren't trademarked, right? Uh, funnily enough, and uh, so this person did that and wanted to ensure that the right people would benefit from those, you know, sayings. And we ultimately ended up acquiring it through our lawyer Morris. Um, So now we are the deciders of who profits from those terms, uh, white lives matter and all lives matter. So if you ever see any individual selling that shirt, it's either illegal or uh, they had to come down our street and knock on our door and we had to negotiate the terms of that sale.
0: So when are you suing Kanye West?
1: Uh, Well, if Kanye West or any other person decides to sell... Because he hasn't sold any of those... He, he hasn't sold those yet, yet right? Yeah, sold so shirts if he decides yet. to sell something, um, you know, he will either have to get clearance or he has to face our trademark attorney. Yeah, because I
0: saw he was just giving away the shirts in uh, Skid Row. He was just passing them out the homeless sold, people. Then, then and that's, that's totally fine. But yeah. in
1: terms of profiting right. off of a statement that is intended to dilute the um, significance... And the thrust of a statement as affirming as Black Lives right. Matter, um, the right people should decide who who gets money off of that. Who gets money off of that exactly? Right. If you wanted to affirm for yourself that White Lives Matter in your own path through life, that is your right. You can make you can paint it on your shirt. No one can stop you. Right. But if you as soon as you want to sell it, um, you are infringing on Civic Cipher LLC's uh, federally protected trademark, and you will be sued. Wow. Yes. Any, any law, you can look it up. Any lawsuits right yet? No, no, no. We just sent out cease and desist to people that were selling bootleg versions of that stuff. Oh, I didn't send them out. The lawyers did. We know
0: we're not lawyers. Somebody sent, was selling fake White Lives Matter shirts. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. People sell and and then the All I Lives s- Matter too. Once that comes back, you know the CNDs go out, and then you know if if you ever do see a person selling them again, they came and they knocked on our door. We worked it out, and or it's then illegal. If we choose to donate that money,
2: or, it's or whatever.
1: If we cho- if we choose to donate that to certain organizations or whatever, then that is our right, and we can decide how that money gets spent, and hopefully it will be for the betterment of the communities most impacted by folks like- most likely to wear those those shirts. Mm. So um, you know, there's your catch twenty two. Um, we learned from Byron Allen that you you want to own the the game, not the game piece, and so uh, and just again some. Some fortunate sequence of events took place, and we ended up with sort of the hot topic of the day, this White Lives Matter thing. And, you know, you, you could look it up yourself. You'll see Civic Cipher Studios, the address, everything is all there.
0: Right, yeah. What are your thoughts on just everything, Kanye, from the last two weeks or so? It's been a rough two weeks. I'll let Q jump on that. It's been a lot. A started with, it started with the White Lives Matter thing, sure, sure. which was like, okay. This guy's tro- I felt like he was just trolling for the for the wrong reasons. It's real hurtful. Yeah.
1: But, but no, Cubes got some
2: interesting thoughts. Drink Champs interview is wild. Wild. Yeah. Um Kanye West is kind of the leader of a really, really interesting movement. Right? There's there's a time in the last several years where groupthink. Right. Right? Being contrarian to groupthink is being accepted as intelligence. Right, right, right. If I just think the opposite of what everybody else is thinking, then I'm going to just show everybody how, how on top of it I am. right, right. right no right, research, right. no studying, no information, just whatever everybody seems to be saying. Say the opposite. I'm going to say the opposite, and I'm going to show you guys how free-thinking I am. Right. Which isn't irresponsible if you just work down the street at Panda Express, and that's just what you want to get off your chest. But when you have the stature and the influence of someone like Mr. West... He's probably the most influential human being ever. It's grossly irresponsible. Yeah. And if you've noticed, he's developed a bit of a zealot following where in their minds, he can't do or say anything wrong. Even if it's blatantly and flagrantly untrue, we can't agree on what's facts anymore.
0: I think people are just more likely to forgive Kanye because they love his music so much. Yeah, there's that. And they love his shoes and they... But I feel like that only goes so far, and I think he might have hit that. He might. He's might have hit that wall of like people.
2: Have, he has some people with him though, Kev, that want to also be viewed as leaders of in the in the free thought space, right? And they think that by again just bucking the trend, if I, whatever I'm contrarian about in my circles and on Instagram and on Twitter, I can be viewed as free thinking and and of a higher level of intelligence. Just by saying the opposite of whatever is popular accepted opinion, even when popular accepted opinion is based on fact. Right. I'm just going to say the opposite so I can show you guys how woke and, and learned I am. Right, right, right. And right. he's the leader of that school. And yeah, he really, th- really is, as you can see. Um, I think he's kind of spinning out of control, yeah. With trying to yeah. come across as a leader, it's, it's pretty wild.
0: Well, because technically he is a leader. The problem is, is he doesn't carry himself like he has those responsibilities. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like uh, you know, I think that uh, some of the anti-Semitic shit he's saying is crazy. It's so hurtful. It's just wild. Yeah, and so like he said, he had said something like, "Jewish people have controlled black voices yes. mm-hmm. for so long, and if you if if you feel that way, can't you just say?" Black people, it's time we start controlling our voices yeah, without mentioning someone else down. Yes. without
2: mentioning another. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when you're the self-proclaimed richest black man in the history of the United States. You, sir, can absolutely yeah. create that space where we own our own stories, our own voice, and our own platform. Right. Like, even with the Trump thing, like, I
0: understood what he was trying to do. He was trying to push the line that says, "Hey, the Democratic Party has been taking advantage of Black voters this whole entire time." Let me show y'all. You don't have to like when he really explained it out. I was like, "Well, I get the what he's
2: trying to do," but, you but the way it. he did it, you can do that without. A you could just yourself say it. With buddy,
0: or you could yeah, you could say it without looking like you're fucking. You're hug like he looked like a, a,
2: a kid who met his favorite celebrity. I mean, he called the guy a father figure. He That's looked like I mean. his dad. Like, come on, dude.
0: Yeah, and so I think like. Kanye is just very, um, he's just very, the way he communicates what he thinks to be right is just so short-sighted, and it's just very like, it's like, dude, like like the White Lives Matter thing. He's like, I think he, what did he say? He said, uh, Black Lives Matter was a scam, there I ended it. And it's like, you could be very, you know... Um, Critical of Black Lives Matter the organization yes as Kanye West yes and be and point out a lot of shit, but what is the point of doing that while also putting on a shirt that says white Lives Matter that.
1: I want to add to that though, because you know I, I hear a lot of that stuff, you know, but for someone in that position, you have to bear in mind that.
0: Well, so there's a bunch of the different. Tradition. There's a bunch of different Black Lives Matter sure, sure. organizations. Let, let, me, let me
1: let me say this, okay? So I come from the tradition of, uh, so my teacher, Dr. Camille Westenberg. Yeah, you know her. Shout out Dr. Westenberg. Shout out Dr. Westenberg. Um, made sure that I learned what movements look like, what struggles look like. You know what I mean? So we learn from the Panthers. We learn from you know, uh, all these these organizations, these individuals with with groups and and movements around them, you know, the Stokelys, the the Baldwins, James Baldwin, all these folks, right? And these folks that had contrarian opinions that that ran against what was popular in the country at the time. And, you know, people used every trick in the book to uh, frame folks as being this, that, or the other. Right. um, Just because you know, these are information wars, right? This is, it's a matter of influencing public opinion. If you can make Dr. King look like the most evil human being who ever lived, most, when Dr. King was alive, most people opposed his views, most. Now it's all good because he's been rebranded, right? So I take, when people talk bad about, BLM, the organization, I take that with a grain of salt. I, I also add to it that BLM has done a lot since Trayvon Martin died in 2012. Right. It's been me.
0: around since then. Yeah. Right.
1: And they've done a lot of good things. And every organization deserves to be able to grow up. You know, the Kennedys, the the great American family, they got their money. They got their start in Prohibition. In Prohibition mean they were selling illegal products in the United States of America. That's how they got their money, were able to attain political... Um, Status in this country, um, and and you know they they say most most every uh, fortune is built on the back of a crime or something like that. There's a popular saying, um, which I don't believe necessarily that BLM has done anything criminal. They've just done things that perhaps most folks don't uh, agree with in terms of how things should be spent. In, uh, based on what I've read, they haven't like robbed any banks or killed any people or anything. Yeah, like I just that.
0: think that there's a lot of criticism. A lot, that of, criticism. A lot of the victims that um have obviously been highly publicized that has fueled their movement sure have not reaped the benefits sure sure, and that's where there's a lot of the higher ups in black lives matter who are millionaires now sure, that saying, weren't millionaires prior you're, to this. you're saying the
1: same thing as me so in terms of your opinion on how they spend money you know it's not illegal say, like
0: you said they're not to, criminals
1: right, right so who's to say but you know for i know a, this for a what, person what, like when kanye west to be so critical of something without giving it context without knowing himself without having walked in those shoes right i feel like that's kind of a a, a tough thing. i remember reading a story about blm um and i don't want to act like the great defender of blm but i just don't hear the other side of it in the media and because i've seen this in history right. again i take it with a grain of salt but the other side of this is um one of the stories that i've seen was blm bought a a, a house a mansion something like this, this is how it was framed and then uh, I had to do some investigation because obviously we do the show. Right, we have to you have talk to talk about, about it, yeah. Stuff, right. I did some investigation, and the way BLM was looking at that purchase was like, no, this was a facility. We have to have a place that's protected where they can't put bugs on the wall and tap stuff. Mm. We can't be renting a place. We can't, you know, we have to have something with a gate. We have to, with certain requirements where we can house people, you know, whatever. And this place afforded us all of these uh, things that we needed. And so this was a, a reasonable purchase for a business like ours, or for a, a movement organization like ours. Right. And for anyone else that had an opinion prior to reading that that article, they would look at it like, oh, okay, of course, these black people got this money, and now they're spending it, they're they're throwing parties or whatever, and that's the way the article framed it. But when right. you dig one layer deeper, ask one person a question, and you get a little bit more context, you're like, okay, that makes sense, it's entirely reasonable. And it's not this nefarious operation and so again Kanye West or whoever else who has been critical but you know this is the person we're talking about right now him saying these things again is very hurtful because it's very easy to support someone black if you're the same kanye west who goes on the news and says george bush doesn't care about black people these are my people out here when my people go in the store they say that they're looting but when it's white people that go into the store this is about katrina him talking about when when white people go in the store they're getting supplies because they're desperate when my people go in the store they're looting kanye west said that and then he said george bush doesn't care about black people i remember watching that yeah i remember watching that so if that's the same person who can give a little bit of grace an understanding and context to a conversation for him to then take it all away from BLM, who's been active on the street. I haven't seen Kanye West in any protest.
2: You know clearly, what I'm clearly not the same person though.
1: But yeah, sure, sure, sure. But you know, I'm holding him to that standard that he set for himself, right? Um, I've seen BLM since 2012. I've been at the library right. with these people in small little meetings with Dr. Westenberg because I'm the person on the radio in my city.
0: Hey, we got to stop the interview real quick to tell you about our partners at Odd Socks, our presenting sponsor here at the Bootleg Hip Podcast. Listen, Christmas time is approaching faster than you think. I mean, we're like fucking a month and a half away or some shit, whatever. Uh, Get some odd socks for your folks. Go to oddsocksofficial.com, use the promo code bootleg, and you'll save 20% off at checkout. The most comfortable socks in the world. That's right. We got some Scarface socks, they got WWE. Yeah, I mean. They also got the Cheech and Chong's. They also got the flaming Hots for you hot chido-eating fucks out there. My favorite, just the Odd Socks Basics. They're just so comfy. Literally the most comfortable sock in the world. I'm holding the fucking sock right now. You can save 20% off. Plus, they got boxers now, baby. All right. Go to oddsocksofficial.com. Promo code bootleg at checkout. Save 20% off. And support our family at Odd Sox and the podcast at the same fucking time. Let's get back to the interview. Right. And there's like there's very like localized chapters. Sure, of, sure, yeah. So there's like a Black Lives Matter LA. There's a Black Lives Matter Phoenix. Phoenix Metro, there's a Black yeah. Lives Matter Shout Memphis. Out to Zara, so uh, all of those are should. very like separate from. I think I think I think you can't just paint the whole thing with one brush, right? But I do think that in the same way we were talking, like Candace Owens is capitalizing off of everything. She's looking at it through... I think a lot of people are doing it on the other side, too. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: listen, That's it's not impossible that these things... Because I know
0: possible. this. I just talked to Killer Mike. So I call Killer Mike, and I'm like, yo, where do I donate my money? And if Killer Mike tells me, don't donate it there, donate it here, mm-hmm. I'm like, cool. Listen,
1: I just talked to Dr. Camilla Westenberg, and I tell you what, if somebody comes down my street and says, hey, we would like to acquire the, the federal trademark to create and produce and sell... White Lives Matter. ...anything shoots. that says White Lives Matter on it, I know that the NAACP is ready and willing to receive a check from Civic Cipher LRC. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then I know some people, like you said, there are local chapters, the people that I've seen do the work, the people that inspired Civic Cipher. Uh, there's a woman named Zara Tacola. You know, I, I love her to death. She's my shiro. You know, what she's doing, she has a, a 501c3. They do um, grassroots uh, work in, in Arizona. Um, and, you know, nationally, she has a national profile. I would love to donate money to her because I believe in her. Cuz you mission. know her.
0: I was going to say if people want to help out, how do they vet where they should put their money?
1: Well, you can start by donating to Civic Cipher. You can hit <laughs> civiccipher.com because we are on it. You okay. know, I I risked my whole career to to bring some like I was the man, I was doing my thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kevin, I'm telling you like I got to convince you, but you know, we was there together, right? But um yeah, I'm I'm I we have a, a segment on our show called uh, BABA, uh, Become a Better Ally, right? It's a, it, it's a, it comes from uh, one of the African languages. It means father as well, so sort of a reference to, like, guidance or whatever. Right. Become a Better Ally. Um, and that segment, we often talk about the NAACP, right? So it's the oldest, most uh, established organization that that moves in such a way to try to create more opportunities and more political uh, Strength for impoverished communities, black and brown. You know, right. I, I do. Be, we we do believe in unity between all marginalized groups of people. So you'll see me, you'll hear me say black and brown a lot. Um, but I, I also mean, you know, our AAPI brothers and sisters. I mean, our uh, native brothers and sisters, uh, indigenous brothers and sisters, um, our LGBTQIA plus brothers and sisters. Anybody, if you, you remember, nailed if, it, if you were born, if you feel like you were born with a yeah. strike against you, and you want to join. A movement where love is at the center of the conversation mm-hmm. where we are trying to to make sure everybody has a voice and is heard and is protected um and there's equality as, as far as we can take that then then that's the movement that you want to be on and we didn't ask to be in this position again you know with all mm-hmm. these stations carrying our message around this whole entire country but now that we're here there's an even greater responsibility to be true to it and, you know, if they bury... My, my my sons carry me on my last day and they bury me in the ground and the last thing I did was record an episode of Civic Cypher, I'd still say this was a life well lived.
0: Has there been anything... Because um, I know you guys were doing a, some conversations about, like, the vaccine and, and obviously there was a lot of hesitancy mm-hmm. within the, you know, black and brown community to get the mm-hmm. vaccine. Sure, sure. Um, it turns out a lot of the hesitancy was maybe well warranted. Maybe. Um, uh,
1: I I... I, I I never found that to be true in the uh, the the studies that I've done. Well,
0: I was going to ask, like, if you guys do an episode on something and then kind of like the facts evolve. Um, oh, yeah. We, we have to eat crow will, like, all revisit, the time. You guys will, revisit, right? We have to eat crow. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, no. it's
2: beyond revisiting. Because that's important. It's full yeah. out we were wrong. That's yeah. We, there's we, there's we no have hesitant to say, say that. that. Yeah. And we're, we're,
0: I think that's important, too, because a lot of people wouldn't do that.
2: Yeah. I want to say before we move on. with with lives matter, right, before we move on from that. Black Lives Matter is a statement. That is true. That is true. Correct. And a lot of the reason why, you know, Ramses and I go back and forth, I don't do a lot of the apologizing or explaining on behalf of the organization because Kevin, Quentin, and Ramses can be scrutinized. Mm-hmm. Our LLCs can be scrutinized. Our companies can be scrutinized and be wrong and make mistakes. Right. Black Lives Matter, period, as a statement- Is true. Is true. Yeah. So I don't even have to talk about .org. Right, 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 right. And all of the other Lives Matter statements came just to oppose the statement, right. Black Lives Matter-
0: yeah, I was just talking to Akon about it, and I, that's what I was saying. I was like, you know, the origin of this was because obviously Black lives don't matter as much as everyone else's. Correct. So it's like Black lives matter as a statement is one hundred percent true, and Kanye's got to be smart enough to realize the connotations that the, the this is why the so word perfect. white life like white lives matter. No one was saying that in, but now they're saying it to combat an obvious
2: the same with blue black eye lives eye on matter the, country, yeah. the same with all lives matter it was those statements were born just to oppose the statement black lives matter not to oppose the organization right. or anything wrong that they did right so that's why it hits the way that it does because we know where those statements were born from why they were even created why people say them they state they say them to stand in opposition to the statement that black people's lives are 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 important and that they're worthy of existing.
0: Yeah, they're worthy worthy of equality. You know,
2: during breast cancer awareness month, we don't argue All that cancer multiple awareness. sclerosis is also worth talking right. about. We don't do that. When it's save the Whales, we don't talk about, well, the, the birds aren't migrating. Like we don't do that right, right. with anything else. No, I know you're right. You know what I mean? So the reason why I get so disappointed and passionate and angry about it is because of what you said. He's smart enough to know that and still rides this horse of really not just division, but intentional attention mongering Mm. for statements that are (laughs) flagrantly opposed to something so simple in its nature, right? Right. If you're such a free thinker, how come if we check the boxes on the points that you make, they line up? so accurately and in such perfect alignment with white supremacist agendas Oof. with aligning yourself with people like homegirl who uh, for can- the dollar will Holmes, get on a yeah. mic and say anything right with dude in a red hat like you can make your free thinking statements without having to then attach yourself to things that are so opposed to our children being able to go to school right. and be okay happy birthday millennium you know what i'm saying that's why I get so passionate and upset about it. My kids are black and Mexican. Right. And you wearing the MAGA hat for the dude whose whole campaign was build the wall to keep Mexican people out like dog. what are Really? Right. Fam? So George Bush hates black people or doesn't care about black people. And that was your stance. But now white lives matter and you know you're trolling. And then on the very, very wild drinks, you know. Uh, yeah, the drink, drink challenge was crazy. He tripled down on his anti-Semitic rhetoric. Like, really, bro? Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's rough.
0: Especially to me. So the, before we moved on, to me, to me the from craziest that, Kanye to, shit was the George Floyd shit. I was oh, like,
2: bro, for and for what? Yeah. And then your your source material on that is a Candace Owens documentary. is a Candace Owens documentary? The lady right. who's been so she's gone out of her way since the man died to tell us how awful he was, as if that makes the fact that the man killed him okay.
0: Right. Like it doesn't matter. All uh, uh, like they say, all lives matter. Yeah. Right? Well, so does the guy who had a drug problems. life matter. Who has a bad criminal? That's, cri- that's all I'm saying. All lives matter yeah. until do they? All lives are immigrants or prisoners or yeah. convicts and, and that's, criminals. That's
1: that's. I'm glad you said that because, uh, you know, people I, we feel like, especially on the show, we feel like people deserve a little dignity. We don't feel like anybody is simply the worst thing they've ever done. Um, people deserve to be forgiven. We. We're not the biggest fans of cancel culture, you know what I mean? Because there's people who make mistakes, make honest mistakes. Right. And, you know, if we condemn everyone who makes a mistake to, you know, the the, the margins of society, then they're just going to find community within each other. And then we bolster the opposition.
0: Hey, guys, we got to stop the interview to tell you about our good folks over at BlueChew.com. That's right. Listen, you got to go to BlueChew right now. Sign up for uh, Blue Chew with the promo code BOOTLEG. You're going to get your first month for free. Blue Chew, the same active ingredient as Viagra and as Cialis, but in a chewable form. That's right. You pop the Blue Chew, chew that thing, wash it down with your beverage of choice, and then get to work with that hard fucking cock of yours. Your dick is going to be harder than trigonometry was in high school, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be fucking raw. Like, you know uh, Ryu in Street Fighter? He'd be like, And he does the motherfucking... This is going to be your dick. It's going to be like Ryu's fucking uppercut. You know what I'm saying? God bless whoever's on the receiving end of that. Consensually, of course. Uh, They're going to thank you for taking the Blue Chew. So go to BlueChew.com. Use the promo code BOOTLEG. All right? I'm talking free month right to your doorstep, indiscreet packaging, no awkward doctor's visits, all right? It's all online. You don't have to worry about going and sitting in a waiting room and be like, hey doc, I have my dick, I could use a little a pep in my step, and then it's awkward. You got to look at this old fuck talking about your dick. He might ask you to pull it out. Who fucking knows what's going on? At Blue Chew, none of that's happening. BlueChew.com, and they also got the new, brand new uh, mint flavored chewable, which has Vardenafil in it, which is the same active ingredient as Levitra and Staxin, which is a little more potent. A little more potent if you need the extra on top of the extra. You know what I mean? Get the mint chewable. Yeah, your wife will thank you. Your girlfriend will thank you. Your boyfriend will thank you. Whatever the fuck you're fucking, will thank you. As long as it's legal, all right? Let's get back to the interview. Go to BlueChew.com. Promo code bootleg. That's it.
1: There's some stuff that, you know, you have to learn. And... You know, when we're talking about uh, Candace Owens and, and Kanye West and those people, th- those things break down their entire argument. You know right. what I mean? It's like they, there's no grace, there's no nothing. If you are black, if you are brown, if you had a problem, if you made a mistake, whatever, it's held over your head. Um, and as though it's now justified for you to be dead. You know, and that's not the way the legal system in this country works. That's not the way anything should work. You know, you deserve to have a full life, make your mistakes and learn from them.
0: I think obviously just taking Candace Owens and Kanye West out of the conversation. I think that the extreme of each side does extremely wild shit. Yeah, sure, sure. I'll give you that. That is very, um, that just kind of like. Tur- like every each side turns each other off in a way that there it removes any new nuance to any There's middle none. ground it's or confrontation anymore. Well, it's 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 two different realities, that, that are being and it's also like on each side, like common sense is just gone.
1: I'll give you that too. You so know?
0: it's like now it's like, okay, where are the conversations happening for people to kind of meet in the middle on some of these issues? And I'm not saying like issues in terms of like uh, Obviously police brutality Everybody should agree that's fucked up Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of shit that like Mm -hmm. I would say Mm -hmm. most people If you were to take the craziest like Wild fucking Trump supporter Mm -hmm. And you would take like you know the Me. wildest. No, not Bleeding not, not you, not you. <laughs> no, I mean, like some, you know, there's some
2: much further extremes than us. Bro. The wild. We are, we are much closer to the middle yeah, than you realize. Okay.
0: Yeah, 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 like the extreme left shit is pretty yeah, wild, and pretty, it gives like insane. the entire left like such a bad is. And the same way that you know uh, the, the crazy right wing people, it, it it just makes uh, nuance and conversation almost obsolete. And in the in terms of like not being able to. Uh, I feel like the tribal aspect of it sure. is so bad to where it's like, okay, well, we think this over here. So if we think this over here. Like the vaccine thing to me was like one of those things that was so crazy because I saw people getting demonized for not wanting to do something to their own body. And I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. This is not a
2: right wing or left wing thing. This is a personal decision. So and what, I'm vaccinated. But what, what you said that's important, you asked us about having to correct. Like we have to apologize with haste right if we say something that it's the next show oh, yeah. has to we be we the first crow. 30 minutes got to be about that <laughs> right. right we have we it's required or our show is shit right right right, right. like what are you guys talking about well, y'all said platform, this last right. week and it was trash y'all never addressed it again like yeah right yeah, yeah. but what you just said is the bar of this whole thing the nuance doesn't exist anymore it's all extreme this or not when i was a kid and reagan was the president My mom did not agree with his politics, but her friends at work that did, they weren't beefing because there's points and platforms that political people campaign on. And for most of those, they're extreme because that's how they get their base riled up. up, But in the middle, there used to be shit that everybody Everybody agreed agreed was good. Yes. That does not exist anymore. So you bring up the vaccine. We're interviewing um, an epidemiologist. Mm -hmm. Right, she can tell you without any hesitation, straight to your face, that we all should have got vaccinated right. That does not mean that one hundred percent of people that get vaccinated will live long, healthy lives, right, but that's how it will be dissected right. a hundred people got vaccinated, seventy of them got sick, passed away, whatever, right. and now that's the vaccine's fault, and that's just not how. Any vaccine has ever worked. I think the problem with the vaccine from, vac- from yeah, no, no, you to right. Measles I, think, to chicken I think the problem to with everything. the vaccine
0: was that it was introduced as like an end all be all. Like, what you get this, you're good. And then they kept introducing more shots. And then on top of that, they were withholding the fact that if you already had COVID, that it was actually better than getting the vaccine. Let
1: me, let me make sure that I paint this picture with you, Kevin. Yeah, the political landscape of the country at that time. Was that every single thing that made headlines had to be politicized? And so, and it still is that. So, that's the problem. But bear mind, so, so, so like, home. to me, There's like, I would,
0: I'm, I, I got vaccinated, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'm not getting boosted, like, at all. I'm straight, not getting boosted. I've had COVID fucking twice. I'm vaccinated. I'm good. But my kid, who's 16, is like, Dad's a trumper. He's you're, an anti-vaxxer. You're also, and I'm like, I, I, what do you mean?
2: I'm a healthy 30... You're also reasonable. Yeah, right. That's Most people aren't reasonable. Uh, and I don't know when that part happened. That's my... I think it happened in once. I
0: think Trump is who really turned up each side.
2: Now you see why I don't rock with Buddy. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, no, that's, that's why I'm that's trying to say happened. the political landscape of the country Trump, at the time. Trump
0: definitely did that. And I think that like, he made it to where... He made everything tribal. Like, like, and it was already extreme tribal. Extreme tribal. It was though. already tribal, but he made it crazy. Yeah. It was different. Yeah. And I and I, I just think that like uh yeah, I don't know, man. I just man. think we're in a place where politically, like, each side is bad shit crazy at times. You know, I can I can say Joe Biden's done some good shit. i can also say he's done some bad shit. As but you should. you should
1: be able to say that. You should be critical of anybody who's in charge. The problem. Especially that scene.
2: You should be hypercritical. Right.
0: Like, but, I voted for Joe Biden. I also think he's, like, not a great president. Now, is he a better president than Trump would have been? On on most things, yes. On the things this, that are most important this. to me, yes. I want to
1: say this, too, because you said something. I don't want the narrative to get out there the wrong way, okay? We watched, you and me, we watched the presidential election in 2016. Uh, yeah, I voted for house.
0: Bernie Sanders, yeah.
1: Yes, and I want to make sure to that Bernie you said Sanders. that because you said... Aiden, th- your son th- thought that you might be a Trump or something like that. Kevin is not a Trumper. No, 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 no. I mean, I
0: voted for Joe Biden.
1: At the same and time, i hate so Joe to make sure Biden. Nobody, nobody listening might think, like, hey, Kevin.
0: Joe Biden was the worst candidate that the Democrats ran, and I still voted for his I, old I, ass. I know, I know. But I want to make
1: sure people out there listening know that you never voted for Trump at all. No, 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 no. I'm sure nah, that nah, that nah, was stated. No, so.
0: no, of course not. Yeah, no, but I just think that, like, for example, like, if Trump does something good when he was president, mm-hmm. if he did something good, be like, oh yeah, he. Did. I agree with this. That doesn't mean you agree with him yeah. or you're a Republican yeah, or you love him. Yeah, right. We have. And had, then we is, is that, that
2: part right? It's people subscribed to him, the person. Right. It's it's the so cult. You couldn't shit. even. He's a cult yeah, leader. You couldn't even. Speak it's like the about, Kanye, It's like the Kanye shit, yes, but just bro. you know, for white people. I had people like DMing me in defense of you this man they never met, no, and I'm wild. like, yo, I'm like, yo, I know you and your kids. Crazy. Like you're. You're upset it's with crazy. me cuz I said something about this man that's true that you've never met that doesn't care about you that you don't know like people really really subscribe to him on like a zealot.
0: I think that type. the Trump thing got so out of hand that it got everyone else so much out of character that now if you're on the conservative side of the aisle now you can point at the other aisle and be like, "Well, you guys did this. You guys purposely like the Hunter Biden shit is kind of like a black eye on media mm-hmm. because they purposely withheld a real story mm-hmm. collectively. Twitter, Facebook, New York Times came out no, and know, admitted it. I know exactly it. what you're talking it's about. Cr- it, and like the left shouldn't be doing that, right? We would.
2: we No would, one should be doing
0: Nobody. That. But what I'm saying is like Trump was so crazy that it really felt like if he gets reelected, we don't know what's going to happen.
2: Mm-hmm. It can get bad. We'd have that, busted the seams.
0: That it made. Everyone else stooped to his level, yeah
2: and, and, and now everyone's their... hands are
0: dirty, yeah
2: now that once he, moved once the he whole showed the country to the right once he showed that there was no line he wouldn't cross
0: that's what I'm saying, so it's like now it's like, okay, I mean, I hope that um obviously you know there's somebody who runs besides Joe Biden that's you know younger and. More able. What up, y'all? We got to stop the interview real quick. Tell you about our good friends at MyBookie. That's right, man. MyBookie is where you want to get this money and uh, enjoy uh, being a degenerate like myself. And it's the best time of the year to be a degenerate because NFL season is uh, obviously we are in the midst of a crazy NFL season. NBA season just started. World Series is going down and you can get your bets in right now. Go to MyBookie and sign up for a new account using the promo code Bootleg. That's B O O T L E G. You sign up right now. They will match your first deposit. That's right. Put in a thousand. Oh, they'll give you another thousand to gamble with. That's free money. Free money to gamble with. Let's get in on this action, man. NFL season. I'm loving this part of the year. So much good, just everything to bet on football, basketball, fucking UFC. Uh, NFL, baseball, whatever, now is the best time to get your gamble on. So go sign up for a new account at MyBookie. Use that promo code bootleg and double your deposit. Let's get back to the interview. What do you think about Gavin Newsom? I think I lived here and it was terrible. So I don't know, man. I don't think he, I don't, I'm not sure Gavin Newsom will be the guy. You think he's better than what we got? Yeah, 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 for sure. But Gavin Newsom also like destroyed like most small businesses in California. Like all the restaurants I was going to, they're all closed. Mm. And it was all kind of, and you look like F- Florida's death rates were not any. I think if it's Newsom versus DeSantis, mm. Newsom's going to have a hard time in that debate.
1: Mm. Well, listen, I,
0: I would have, like it to be. I hope those aren't the one choice. of the things that I will say. One, <laughs> I, of the I would other. rather it be them two than Trump and who. Yes, yes. As long as tr- Trump is not in the cards, yeah. literally anything he, else will Even him campaign on away
1: be more damaging. Yeah.
0: I just think it sucks because, like, you would think Kamala Harris would have taken the opportunity to like be the next person
2: sure, sure but like she's not gonna win she's kind of faded to the background for and, the, and the truth
1: is like i said these media wars now that we're playing this media game we understand exactly how media works and how it shapes optics around people um you know i went from loving kamala to despising her to loving her and cheering for her to despising her and i realized looking back on all that i'm like okay so when she got elected this was great and then she was like imprisoning black people at this she crazy was doing grade. that before she got elected sure, sure, but, yeah, but, yeah. but you know i'm trying to say i'm trying to tell the story uh,
0: about how no 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 there's like i mean look down. then
1: she becomes the vp and then it's like oh black. black that's why magic. it's
0: important to have nuanced conversations sure in media. sure
1: and then this is why there's we a, recognize. there's a
0: show called breaking points on youtube it's like a Kind of like an old school conservative young dude and an old school like liberal lady. Yeah, you told me about the show. And the show's like they just do the news, mm-hmm. and then at the end they each give their take. So mm-hmm. like if you want to watch like the their opinion on something, yeah. they'll yeah. find one thing to kind of like. But it's like, like you said, the media is weaponized in such a crazy yeah, way now. Do, the they, do
2: they find a middle ground?
0: Yeah, or they just agree to disagree. Yeah, it, but which is
1: okay. You were saying something though. Um, uh, the way that the media space is right now. In our, with with the opportunity that we have with Civic Cipher, in the conversations that we can have, we understand that we both kind of share similar views. But we also recognize that there are other people, we call them our brothers and sisters, right. and we mean that, who may not agree with us, but we have to get a message to them in a in a meaningful way that they will receive them. And war, fire and brimstone is not going to do that. You
0: That's know, why, like, you know, it's a topic that I think, like, people on. Un- and I'm obviously pro-choice, um, but...
2: How dare you.
0: <laughs> no, but this is the thing, right? Is like if someone, if someone isn't pro-choice, that means that they literally think that abortion is murder. So if they literally think that, then you have to respect that they don't want it to happen.
1: That's, 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 but the
0: problem is, is if someone says that they are against abortion, then they all of a sudden, they hate women. You know what I'm saying?
2: So, But the the problem is what you said, though. Most of the people that come out on the other side of it, because if I'm going to approach you, let's talk about the vaccine, right? If I'm going to approach you as anti-vaccine or pro, if I cannot have an intelligent, simple conversation with you on either side of it, then what am I doing?
0: And my thing is, is I don't even think it's worth having the conversation with people who are anti-abortion because they literally think it's murder. Yeah. So if you think something is murder, then I get it.
2: You have but to, there's a system this? on that how all the way this? through, though. So I, I was describing
1: sort of the, the temperament of our show. And I think that this point, so I appreciate it. I think this point helps us illustrate it. Um, if someone has, like, for instance, you mentioned the vaccine. Um, if someone has an opinion on what they're going to do with their body, that sort of thing, we we have to respect that. And I, and I get it. We, Of course, on the show, we recommended that, you know, communities hardest hit by COVID. Right. Take the vaccine. We had taken the vaccine. We we both had COVID. You know, we understood sort of what we we're up against, and we did our due diligence in terms of the research, right? At the time, um, so making those recommendations or having those conversations were not necessarily rooted in someone else's oppression, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have conversations on our show. You know what I mean? You can have your difference of political beliefs, right? And I won't. I'll I'll allow you those beliefs provided they are not rooted in my oppression. Right? Right. So when it comes to the abortion issue, um, which is a woman's issue, so none of us in theory should be great champions or great voices in, in that space, but in terms of we all have women that we love in our lives right. and you know, we have platforms, and so we have to kind of walk that line as best we can. Recognizing that other people have their opinions on what needs to happen if a woman is pregnant and does not want to have the baby um, those opinions, in theory, they should only exist provided they're not rooted in the oppression of some other group um, of people. And if you can make the case that I'm pro-abortion or I'm, or I'm, I'm sorry, pro-life. Pro-life. Pro-life, exactly. Um, and women look at that like, well, that decision is rooted in my oppression. That, that decision oppresses me. It, it limits what it is that I can do with my own body. I'm a free... Freestanding human being endowed with consciousness from to those creator. people though
0: it's, it doesn't matter it's, it's, it. it's not just her body whatever whatever but the thing uh, is when, not,
1: when I, we have these conversations I guess what I'm
0: saying is like what we were talking about earlier right if like if someone tells me that they're pro pro life mm-hmm. like I'm not going to just assume that they're oh, a yeah, terrible no, person no no, no. but in but terms the problem of, is is like if like if, if 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 somebody came out and said I'm pro or I'm pro life. Right? They mm-hmm. automatically get this whole entire...
1: Right, and then that's what I'm saying. We don't Lord. have to write people off. That's politics' we fault too, though. For sure. Well, let me, let me finish. We don't have to write people off for feeling how they feel, but we cannot give equal footing if someone else's opinion is rooted in the oppression of someone else by the nature of our show because that has been used to oppress black people since black people arrived on these shores. That formula, that format... And so we, by by the by the virtue of the show that we do, the the nature of the show, we cannot we cannot do that. So if someone else has a separate opinion, we have to still call them our brothers and our sisters who have a different opinion. Right. We we do our best to illustrate their points on our show, and oftentimes those points have value. They're credible points. They do not reflect the reality that
0: I mean. Listen, my thing is, is if someone's religious, right? Yeah, religion is great one. Religious is like yo. I think that the baby's being murdered. So you want me to cosign that? I personally am an atheist, so I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. <laughs> he gives like smoke them. As long as, no, as long as it's oh, uh, a yeah. a certain obviously within a certain range. I think the late term abortion is just crazy. Yeah, um, that's a little wild, but but uh, I just think that like it's like it's it's kind of like back to what I was saying about the vaccine thing, where it's like, yo, like there's nurses who are heroes during the pandemic who got fired because they wouldn't get vaccinated. And guess what? They were right.
1: So you're talking about something I don't know about. So there's
0: actual nurses, sure, people who work in hospitals uh, that could I'm not, not saying, keep I'm not their saying, job.
1: I just have not come across that story myself or those yeah, stories myself. Yeah, there's now, people
0: who lost their
1: job. Listen, I know that again. There's this, and this is the point we're making. There's credible conversations. There's credible ideas and beliefs yeah. on both sides. Uh, on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, it's a show that I do every day. I have a, a maybe twice a week. Feature that I do, it's called One More Thing. So check that out at binnews.com or iheart.com, you'll see me. Um, I'm the one with the afro, next to Katie Couric. Anyway, um, (laughs) on uh, that platform, when I do that show, I say something that I believe really works in this space. And and this is sort of the temperament we have on Civic Cipher as well. I say, listen, I don't profess to be right. Um, I would love to hear you, our listeners' thoughts on this. And maybe somewhere in the middle, we'll find our way together forward, right? right. Uh, our, way, our way forward together, right? And so this is kind of the formula that we have to have. Bear in mind on Civic Cipher, we have to take a show that is talking to music
0: Radio programmers stations, right.
1: and ask them to turn the music off for an hour a week. Right. Sometimes they bury it in the middle of the night. That's fine. We'll take it. But we have to convince these people. To let us have conversations in spaces where they don't exist. And in doing that, we have to bear in mind that these people's opinions, Mm -hmm. these oftentimes wealthy white men, their opinions politically may differ from ours. And yet and still, they may listen to this show. And we need them to recognize that their opinion is at least being represented. Mm -hmm. It will be challenged but it will be represented and we will do our best to represent their opinion fairly and we will not be unfair.
0: That's yeah, one think thing that we try our best not to do. You know, obviously having some sort of conversation mm-hmm.
2: is just, I feel like and, it's, and it's we, important. We, we do that as yeah. often as we can. We get guests. The, the troubling thing, and I hate to keep saying the word nuance, but Kevin said it and it's important, right? If I'm a fireman, right. And I no longer believe in the science that water puts fire out. I can't be a fireman anymore. Right, right, right. If I'm on the clergy, and I go to seminary. And some scientist convinces me that parts of the Bible are untrue. Then I can't sit on the clergy anymore. Right. 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 If you are a medical professional, right, doctor, nurse, and you don't believe in the science of medicine, then you probably shouldn't be a nurse anymore. Right. Your job in that space.
0: Yeah, but the science of medicine. The science of that vaccine has been changed so much on the CDC, CDC websites, and there's like monoclonal antibodies, and there's a lot of shit that they purposely withheld in some of these states. That science-wise, if I'm a nurse and I'm like, "Yo, well, the science says if you have had COVID, then you're more safe than if you get the vaccine," then you can practice. So my other thing is that there's right, but my thing is is like with the with the vaccine thing, just you could just go through and look at the way CDC changed their shit from like week to week. So the science
2: changed over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, but you can provide data on both sides of that point. No, 100%. And that's why to me- double vaccinated and boosted and whatever. There might have been some very harmful effects to that with Kevin that were not the truth right. with
0: Quentin. No, and I think that that's why it's like, okay, like- this isn't a one size fits all thing with the vaccine. It wasn't a one size fits all thing, mm-hmm. and that's how it was sold to the yeah. to people. Well, listen,
1: on our show, we said, listen, if you are a healthy person, you know, whatever you can make these decisions. If you are a person, who's yeah, if, sick you're and elderly, if you're old, no, you are elderly, if you are old, no, for sure, then then you don't. Yeah, have to get if it. you what, have what our
2: recommendation, what yes, should have been provided though, like in all things, is the choice to do whichever one you that you wanted. And there's the the difference in saying. If you are a person that's at risk, you should get the vaccine. Versus saying no one should because there might be. Uh, I also side think effects. the person that's
0: the, the difference of saying dangerous. if you're a person you at risk, just by you should get it as opposed to saying you have to get it. Correct. That's what I said. There when you tell you people know, be they be have to do exactly. something, there should be a choice. They're going to be like, "Wait, what?
1: We, no, we, we we had to do that." Listen. Now at this point, it's it's different from cutting a break, you know, thirty second break, talking up a ramp into you know some new you know little baby record or something like that, where you're not talking about the stakes aren't that high. Right. When you're having conversations that are life and death about police killing people, for about sure. Politi- the political you can't process just have those in thirty things. seconds. You you have right. to you have to and then you have to bear in mind that other people have a different vantage point. This is something that I learned, but had to learn even deeper levels right, right, right. of that truth. With the show, yeah, doing this show, right. right? And we feel like we are setting up a formula and a template, one that will carry into Hip Hop Weekly magazine, one that will carry into other spaces on the Black Information Network daily podcast. They told you exactly yeah. the temperament that I have where, listen, somewhere in the middle, we'll find our way forward, okay? Of course. I, you don't have to be me. I'm not a Trump person. I'm not a Kanye. You right. don't have to do it like me. But listen, listen what I'm saying, and cooler heads will, prev- pr- yeah. will prevail. There's, there's a reasonable... Um, there, there's logic and reason on this side of the argument. And even if you don't come all the way over, you'll at least see, if you allow me the same...
0: If you listen with op- uh, open ears, yeah. Yeah,
1: and recognize that I am a human being endowed with consciousness right, right, right. from our common creator. I am just like you. I want my sons to to right. watch me grow old and then bury me at the end of my yeah, life. Yeah, of course. Right. If you want that and I want that, then we have more in common than we have in as, as a difference. And so you can listen to my vantage point, my perspective, my reality... I can share it with you. And then in the middle, because I have no problem compromising with you. This is something black people are very good at, right. especially in this country's mm-hmm. history. Listen, we don't need everything. We don't need, a, we don't need much soon. We just need to keep moving in the right direction. It just and has we to, let yeah. our brothers and sisters who are in power controlling right. a lot more than we are at the time, catch up with where we're going. You know what I mean? But we have found our way through a lot of the muck that this country was born out of. Right. And Civic Cipher, I believe, continues in that tradition um, with the help of, you know, our, our listeners, with the help of, you know, the people that support us along the way. Kevin, you you, mm-hmm. you included, um, you know, uh, Dr. Westenberg consults with us. Yep. Um, shout out Chris Thompson from the Black Information Network. Shout out Tony Coles from Black Information Network. Shout out you know, all the programmers around the country that that carry our show and the programmers that are flirting with carrying our show as well, you know, we are going to do our best to continue to do right by everyone. And as soon as we learn something new that conflicts with something old, we will address it. And if we learn something new that informs our path forward, we will do our best to guide the folks that listen to us that way. But you need to believe in the heart and the temperament and the tone of the show in order to ride this wave with us. But we feel like we are committing our lives to a cause that will make uh, significant changes for all of us, not just black and brown people, but all of us, because we do feel that our our brothers and sisters from the Caucasian tribe um, deserve to learn how to be the best version of themselves as they possibly can be. They deserve that. And if we can show them what that looks like from our perspective, then we feel like they welcome that too. This is why we're on the air in Massachusetts and in and in. You know, uh, shoot, Vermont. Right, you know, right places right. that you know. What I'm saying like where there's not. You know, Mississippi. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, uh, Louisiana. You know, New Orleans. Right, that makes right. sense. Detroit, you know? Atlanta. You know, that, those, yeah. those make sense. But you know, places where people are really like, "Hey, we'd love to carry the show." It's because of those type of people as well. So, shout listen, out to them. If you are listening to my voice, you are my sister. If you are listening to my voice, you are my brother. We are. We are trying to do something here. Support us. hip BinNews.com, HipHopWeekly.com.
0: Um, well what's the instagrams for everybody
1: hip-hop weekly uh civic cypher and i am q
2: ward yeah
0: there it is i don't even think i said my name so you're allowed uh you got you guys put everything on youtube too right uh
1: yeah yeah yeah. we're 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 revamping the youtube right now but by the time you hear this we'll have a whole new approach to our youtube because we really want to make sure that we're uh hitting people the way that they, that we need to on that platform we we, we created a radio show right. and it's grown beyond so everything the else b- borders yeah and so. if you're
0: out there selling white lives matter shirts you're about, oh, to, get you about sued. to get sued <laughs> be clear <laughs> by morris <laughs> go ahead just sue kanye just do it no man we, we, if, if we see someone profiting you know i got we, a feeling he's gonna try to sell those shirts yeah,
1: well he's got to talk to us first otherwise i don't think anybody wants <laughs> him don't him have to we talk don't want to talk first We listen.
2: We don't want to hurt. I prefer him jump off the porch. Listen. We don't want to come see us afterwards. (laughs) Honestly.
0: Well, there it is. Yeah, it is. So, Civic Cipher, appreciate y'all pulling up. We appreciate
2: you, bro. Boom. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So, if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest.
0: That's why it's got to be a CFP. About the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country. Huh?
2: A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes!
0: Wait! Did we just invent California?
2: Discover why California is the
1: ultimate playground at VisitCalifornia.com.